0: I'm Gary Benbridge, and this is the Tips for Travellers podcast. Tips for Travellers is the global travel destination podcast focused on tips, advice, and inspiration for time-pressed travellers. Travellers for whom time is precious, and so they want to and need to get the most out of every trip. Visit www.tipsfortravelers.com to sign up for the newsletter, follow me on Twitter and join the Facebook page. Well, Welcome to the 74th episode of Tips for Travellers, the Global Travel Destination Podcast, looking as we said, tips for time-pressed travellers. Now what we're doing, those of you who are following the podcast, is we've been looking at places that ships tend to visit if they're going on Norwegian fjords cruise. And this is a real classic example of where you are a time press traveler because you're in these destinations, you have a couple of hours, or the most of the day, I guess, to make sure you see things. And it's absolutely critical that you see the must-must-do things. So just to remind you, in podcast number 70, I gave you my ultimate tips for cruising the fjords, and one of them was you absolutely must do it. If you ever get a chance, if you're cruising in Europe really seriously think about adding a Norwegian fjords cruise onto your itinerary or even consider doing that instead of perhaps doing the more traditional European ports. It really is magnificent. Podcast number 73 I looked in depth at Bergen which is the second largest city after Oslo in Norway. Beautiful city and so you can take a look at those podcasts, take a look, probably better if you took a listen to those podcasts to find out more. So today I'm going to talk about without a doubt one of the most beautiful places I have ever, ever, ever been. Garanga is just amazing. It is unbelievably picturesque. It's just so remarkable. It's actually a place that many of you will recognize if you when you go there, you recognize it. It's one of the, the real classic iconic images that is used. To just show how beautiful Granger is uh, it's a tiny tiny little village it only has an ongoing population year-round of around 300 people however at least 160 cruise ships visit every year they bring 60,000 passengers plus you've also got this ferry and when you're there you'll see this ferry service by, run by Fjord One arriving and leaving all day going to various other places and they offload buses they're offloading cars and foot passengers. The actual Garanga is it's a tiny place. You've, you've got uh, a couple of small hotels, some holiday let apartments, quite a big camping grounds which are sort of hug the shore by the fuel because there's a very very limited space which is relatively flat and in fact what is striking about Garanga is it's this tiny little place set in this field with these massive almost you know straight down cliffs. But dotted up, way, way up in the mountains, you actually see quite bizarrely some farmhouses and farms. And they've actually been abandoned since the 50s or 60s. But in those days, uh, when there wasn't the cruise industry, there wasn't the, the, the you know, the, the crew and tourist trade, the only way you could really have a living in Garanga was to farm and the only way you could farm is up the side of a mountain. And it's just incredible. These these farmhouses are way, way up the top. Very long paths to get up there. Now these houses and farms are, are now abandoned, but they they're quite well maintained, uh, because of the risk of rock falls. And it was decided it was just too dangerous. Plus I guess people can make a living now by catering from the cru- to the cruise industry. But it must have been really The most strange existence, strange life. You were stuck up this mountain and really, really bizarre. So you've got Garanga. It's this tiny little place. Now, Garanga is at the very end of Garanga Fjord. And Garanga Fjord is a branch of the Stor Fjord, which actually finally goes goes out to sea. And the mountains along the side of the Fjord are black. This really deep black rock and and they're just massive 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 Grangerfjord can be very narrow and it actually has some of the narrowest fjords within Norway it can be as as little as 500 meters apart it's very deep though and even close to the town it's 200 meters deep so it's a very deep fjord so the waters it's very dark green in color and all around the sides of these mountains around the sides where these mountains are these waterfalls cascading down so basically on the top of the mountains it's obviously snowed lots of snow during the winter and it's as it starts to melt as you head into summer these waterfalls cascading down and depending on what the year has been or depending on how heavy the rainfall has been you either have a series of fairly large ones some of which are quite famous like the Seven Sisters for example but actually sometimes like when we were there because it'd been so much snow in the winter there was lots of little smaller ones cascading all the way down the side it's, it's really really is magnificent and that's going to be one of the reasons you'll see a little bit later when I talk about doing uh, is, is making sure that you get out into the field to see these uh, these beautiful waterfalls. Now of course you'll see them when you're coming in if you're up or you'll see them when you're leaving, but it's really there's lots of other options to get much closer to them. And arriving though on a cruise ship or even the ferry, it's, it's it's really hard to describe, you know, it's just so beautiful. So, you know, I woke up relatively early and you're gliding very slowly through through the fjord waters and and the fjord waters are just so still. It's so peaceful. And obviously cruise ships have to go quite slowly so they don't cause a lot of wake and and, and so on. So you're gliding through and often it can be quite misty even in summer and so you have this very atmospheric beautiful 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 atmosphere and in fact what I've done on the video podcast is I've posted the video of uh, Garanga and part of it will show going in in the morning it'll show uh, some of the places I'm going to talk about and also show leaving in the evening and you'll get a sense of just how atmospheric how beautiful and 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 just quite how stunning it is now the downside of course with Grang I mentioned there's 160 cruise ships a year the cruise uh, season is quite small it really is between sort of June and September June August time It's it's quite concentrated obviously they go more than that but it's very busy so you know you'll often find there are other ships there um, you know, for example, when we were there, Royal Caribbean had the very large brilliance of the seas. There was a small Costa ship called Costa Voyager, and actually a couple of other ships did come in just to have a look and and, and go away again. Now all the ships, if you're visiting Garanga they weigh anchor in the actual fjord, and you and you tender in. You don't you don't actually dock in, in Garanga so you kind of tender backwards and forwards. But when you get out uh, of your tender there's a very small village with a very large, very helpful tourist office um, which is worth visiting. They have lots of leaflets and brochures and you can book things, some of which I'll talk about in a second. There's lots of souvenir and gift shops, there's some sort of hugging all around where the the tenders arrive and if you walk a little bit further into the village you'll find uh, some other very very large ones. But there's very large souvenir and gift shops very busy and you'll find then dotted around there and also dotted around the small village or various tour offices uh, selling you various trips and tours and things and I'll talk about that as well. There's a small ferry dock so obviously mentioned the ferry and I've already mentioned there's a couple of small hotels, small apartment blocks, pretty large camping grounds and very 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 popular. Then in the village you've got some cafes selling very delicious traditional waffles. There's a very nice chocolate shop with really nice treats and, and hot chocolate drinks. Uh, and then actually which is quite magnificent is this huge big gushing waterfall which thunders through the village and into the fjord and that's quite impressive actually Um, and it's worth having a little stroll up and and take a look at that so what are the most things to do in Garanga you've obviously arrived there you've seen the beautiful uh, entrance if you like you've seen a little village it won't take very long to get through the village so what should you do you've got limited time there what should you do one thing that i would strongly 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 recommend because we decided to do it and it was just absolutely magnificent It's what's known as the RIB Speedboat Safari Tour. Uh, RIB stands for Rigid Inflatable Boat. They're uh, relatively small boats, I think they take about 12 people. You get an all-in-one uh, suit which is kind of padded for warmth. It's also I guess it, it acts almost as you're uh, instead of wearing uh, life jackets you, you wear the, these kind of suits. Uh, and you can also they give you goggles or glasses and unlike you know, in some places the R, these rrb boats would you know scream around really fast it's almost like a high energy high excitement ride. these do go pretty fast but they don't kind of duck and dive and do tricks it's really designed to get you into the fjords very quickly and you go right up to the base of, of the waterfalls which is what makes it so exciting And, you know, it's just really, really, really fantastic. They have these very helpful, friendly drivers slash guides who are very patient. They'll stop you. uh, Sorry, they'll stop whenever you want and so you can take photographs they'll tell you about the village they'll tell you about the the fjords they'll tell you they'll just answer your questions they are incredibly kind and 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 very very helpful and very proud of 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 the place that they're in and and they were very very great they they, they're pretty young and they're very enthusiastic very passionate and they'll tell you anecdotes and stories uh and and answers pretty much as any question you have about norway and they they seem pretty pretty knowledgeable now this trip costs around forty nine pounds, sixty dollars, four hundred and ninety five Norwegian krona. And they go every hour at least from nine AM until five PM in the season. And they seem to have two or three or maybe even four of those boats. So they they can you know cope with, with quite a lot of, of volume. And they they won't they were quite busy but they weren't completely sold out. Because I think people get scared that this RIB tour is, is, is going to be very rough and and very uh, high energy like it is in some places. It, it wasn't like that at all. It's just a fast way of getting there. Now you can of course book through the cruise line. You'll find that many of the cruise lines have that as an option but it's quite an expensive option. I think on Cunard it was about $120 per person but you can also book as an independent traveler. Now, what I noticed is the cruise line seemed to have kind of assigned the first boats of the day, but uh, I don't know if that's strictly true, but they had certainly had uh, a couple at the, at the beginning of the day and a couple at lunchtime that they had sort of uh, pre-booked, but then lots of other people were just going along and, and, and doing, doing it themselves. I mean, the tour only takes you about an hour, including getting dressed and undressed in the suit. You know, you're only out probably about 40 minutes, 45 minutes uh, or, or so. So you can book it through the, the, the cruise line if you want, it's probably, though, worth actually having a look yourself. Uh, you can either do that before at www.fjordguiding.com. So that's fjordguiding.com, and I'll, I'll put a link to that in the kind of the show notes about this podcast. Or if you search for Garanga, you'll find it in the longer posting I've got about Garanga. But you can go there, and you can usually pre-book there, or you can find out more, and, and just go and, and do it. And you'll find it's much cheaper. It's probably about half the price. Of, of doing it versus the the, the the cruise lines of course if you don't like that idea and, and you want to make sure it's all done of course book it through the cru- cruise line it'll be more kind of guaranteed and, and and you'll you'll sort of be shown to the place and and someone from Cunard or whatever cruise line will come with you uh, as well so that's one thing to do but you still have loads of time even if you do that so what else should should you see and do now there are also uh, you know, boats and things that go out into the fjords, there's kayaking options that go out into the fjord. So, you could, of course, also do those, but they're not as magical as the RIB. But do get out into the fjord is, is one of the must do things. So, kayak, RIB, or they have a, a little sort of pleasure boat thing that, that goes out. But again, I think with uh, Garanga, you don't have to worry too much about booking trips in advance because there are. Lo- lots of flexible things and ways that you can see Garanga and they are significantly cheaper and I do recommend it because once you get on land you'll find it really easy to do lots of good availability because they're used to lots of cruise ships the tourist office is one way of doing it they're very helpful they sell tours or you can literally just go to the places uh, little individual cruise companies or uh, tour companies and do it yourself a couple of things that I would really recommend hop-on hop-off bus now I, I am do often tend to recommend the hop-on hop-off bus no matter where where you're going but this is a great one because uh, you can either do before you do the RIB or before you do the fjord cruise is you know get a ticket for the hop-on hop-off bus it departs really near the tourist office so pretty much not long after you get off the tender you'll actually see the bus there and it's really perfect for Garanga because what it does is it takes you to all of the key areas where you get your amazing views and you get the fabulous pictures that you'll want to do and you know Karanga is extremely steep as I've mentioned it's not really walkable to these places uh, you need you need transportation so the advantage with the hop-on-off bus is you're not constrained by the routing or the bus uh, that you may get from the cruise line tour and literally of course you can hop on and hop off it's very relatively expensive it's 180 Norwegian kroner which is about 15 pounds about 20 US dollars It actually takes about an hour actually you could you could do it if you already push for time in about an hour Um, but it does stop at some great places again you can book online if you want to at www.garangafjord.no so that's www.garangafjord.no and again I'll put a link in the show notes or search Garanga in on Tips for Travelers and and you'll find that in, in the longer posting. The bus takes you to a couple of places uh, uh, and I'm going to pronounce this really badly, but Flydash Juvet Canyon, which is one of the most famous and iconic views of Garanga. Eagles Bend Viewpoint is a, a very, very popular place, and that's where a lot of the photographs that you see, you know, looking down over the village and across with the cruise ships in, in Garangas Fjord. It also takes you to where there's places you can, jump off and do a couple of hike, hikes you know to go for a little bit of a walk for a while if you have some time and you like doing that and want to see a bit more of the the hills and there's a little church up there as well they ha- they leave at least every hour but you know they make sure of course when cruis- cruises are in town they want to sell as much as they can so you'll find there relatively frequently Uh, and really well worth doing because it gets you to the places you want to get to and you get a chance to take great photographs now if you're more adventurous there's a great thing to do and I I, and I would love to have done this it's really fantastic it's cycling down the hill and they call it from sky to fjord so if you don't like the buses there's a really really fun option what they do is they take you right up a steep hill a really really steep hill up uh, and again I'll pronounce this really badly but up at a place called Djupvasshytta Mountain Lodge, D J U P V A S S H Y T T A. And it's a mountain lodge that's 1,030 meters above the fjord. And basically, what you do is you then cycle back down a 17 kilometer route, so it's quite a long route, but you're going downhill. You stop as much as you want to take photo- photographs. That's going to take you about an hour and a half to two hours, including getting up there and then sort of weaving your way down, taking photographs and bear in mind it's not very strenuous because you're downhill. Again you can book them right at the base of the hill it's very well signposted or you can book it via www.garanga-adventure.com but really from sky to Fjord cycle tour is great it it really is so that's www.garanga-adventure.com so that's kind of still keeping you all sort of within the vicinity of, of Garanga. There is another thing to do though, which is Mount Dallas Niba, which is the most famous mountain in the area. And again, I apologize if I pronounce that badly, but Dallas Niba, which is D A L S N I B B A. I mean, it's the famous mountain in the area. Lots of tours go to and from it. It'll definitely be on uh, one of the tours that your cruise line will offer you if you're there on a cruise. It's very high up. It's 1,500 meters above sea level. Now, if it's cloudy, you, you may not actually get to see all the fuels because you'll actually be above the clouds. They have these incredibly winding open roads, so you need to have a bit of a head for heights because the bus is winding all the way up the mountain. Um, and down in the fields, you can sort of, if you'll actually see the road winding all the way up, then these buses and cars going all the way up there. You're going to need at least two plus hours. For that tour but again there's lots of options your cruise company will do it but again at the tourist office you'll find again uh, more options for doing that and, and that's really worth doing but you're probably not not going to get t- time to do cycling down the hill or Mount Dallas Neba but you probably can do the rib you probably can do the hop on off bus and you could even add a push do one or, one or two of the others so, the really must things to do. I would strongly recommend that get out into the fjord would be my, my absolute must do thing. You can do it pretty fast with the rib, and then either take the hop on off bus, which takes you winding up, take great photographs, or go to Mount Dadas Neba, or do the cycle down the hill, and you get these beautiful, beautiful views of Garanga. Garanga is a World Heritage Site. It's stunning, it's fabulous, and a small sort of Uh, side point is it's right at the end of Garanga Fjord and theoretically it is actually at at risk and it's at risk from a tsunami because if there was a massive chunk of rock fell off the fjords and whacked into the fjord it would create this massive tidal wave and the only place it can go is down the fjord which is quite narrow, and of course wipe out Garanga. I, I don't think there's a massive risk of that, but but obviously there is a history of, of rock falls and stuff ar- around up uh, the mountains, which is why the, the farms, etc. are no longer operational up there. But I wouldn't worry too much about that. It's just kind of a, a, a potential risk at some point, potentially. So Garanga, it's a fabulous, beautiful place, Pretty much every Norwegian fjord cruise will have it on because it is just magnificent. So hopefully that's uh, inspired you. Hopefully that's given you some tips. If you do go to Garanga, it's really worth taking a look at. As I said, look at Tips for Travelers video podcast or if you go to the uh, show notes, I'll also post that video there. If you don't want to download or subscribe to the whole video podcast and just take a look at how beautiful Garanga is. That would be my kind of action. Take a look how beautiful it is, because once you've seen how beautiful it is, you absolutely will want to make sure that you get a chance to go there. So that's my Tips for Travellers going to Garanga in Garanga Fjord in Norway. That's all I've got for today. Remember, if you get a chance, I'd love it if you could uh, leave a rating on iTunes, and I'd love to hear any thoughts and feedback. Until next time, great travels. You've been listening to Tips for Travellers, the global travel destination podcast. A new destination with first-hand-based advice, recommendations and tips is added each month. If you subscribe to the podcast, thanks for your support. If you don't, you may want to consider subscribing by searching Tips for Travellers or Gary Beverage on iTunes or your favourite podcast directory. You can then subscribe to the Tips for Travellers Global Travel Destination audio podcast or the video podcast with hotel rooms and attractions. To find out more, visit tipsfortravelers.com. Travelers spelled the UK way with two Ls, or email me at gary at mytravelreviews.co.uk.